sister had two dogs, siblings. They were fighting randomly. How could you get them to where they can coexist? They are e-collar trained. So your, your sister has two siblings? So is that what that question was? Two dogs, they're siblings. But the sister does? Yes. So the sister should be on the show asking these questions, or else there's going to be the telephone game they're here. So, but number one is, I don't know your sister. I don't know the dogs. I don't know what level of experience she has. I don't know her routine. But number one, they should be both crated separately. She should be running her, they should be taking away all affection right now. She should get them to exist around each other. But most people are doing things unintentionally to make it worse. They're thinking that if they're like, try to get them together and, oh, this is your friend. Literally, like I've seen people talk to their dogs, try to explain that they're supposed to be friends. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh-huh, right, okay. And then as soon as they, they leave the room, they look at each other, well, that was fucking bullshit, and they attack each other. Mm -hmm. So I think we're, people forget that we're working with wild animals without the same type of brain that we have. Yeah. But they don't, they're not thinking like that. So all they're thinking is, I just want to attack you. You can't, you. Like, reason with your dog. Yeah, you can't reason with your dog. It's just yes or no. Next. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> everybody, mm -hmm. hope you're having a fantastic day. We saw a little bit of sunshine here. Not much warmth, but a little bit of some sunshine. Yep. Word has it on the street that we're going to get it. Before the COVID stops, we're yeah. going to get it. So um, this is a Q&A show. You ask a question. Joelle reads the question. I give you the answer. You'll notice that most of the questions are based on how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? Um, um, other than Levi's wife asking, how does I stop my husband from being so mean to me? And that I don't have an answer for. And then we have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Jeff Gelman Seminars. And um, what happens with that is that's um, right now it's sort of on hold because we can't travel, but we do about 25 seminars a year, but we're looking for probably most likely practically July, you know, starting up again, you know, June, who knows what's going to happen, you know, but July looks like, well, we'll see either way, either way, we're not getting out of the seminar business because that's a, that's a big chunk of not just our business financially, but we just help so many people around the world with our with our seminars. And um, I think we should probably put up a bunch of seminar stuff like testimonials and, mm. you know, just features from it just to give everyone a reminder of like how awesome they are. And yeah. especially ourselves, too. You know, just, you know, it's, I miss them the most. I miss them. Like we, were, we were supposed to be in Atlanta last weekend. Remember last year in Atlanta? Mm. It was just so nice. Remember that? It was in that warehouse. It was like my favorite testimonial yeah. ever that I yeah. made. Yeah, it was really, really nice. Yeah. And I miss you doing all the film work and all the traveling. And Anyway, um, and then we have the training center, which we're at right now. And actually, you've been, you've been seeing a lot of content from the training center because we're at the training center all the time now. Yep. So we've seen a lot of great content here. And you'll see um, you see the little morning runs we do of the dogs. I know there was a little clip. A little clip went up today of dogs jumping over things. And that's Jeff. That, Jeff. That's Joelle and my little pack of dogs um whenever you see five dogs running together that's our dogs and i know you're probably making a long are you gonna make a longer version i just edited you did it. it awesome good yeah that was good it's like two and a half minutes because everyone always says they're too short so oh, it's like, you guys want me to deliver you could just 
you I'm could just keep replaying the 60 second one though too if you wanted to be, just play it five times and you have a five minute video you know just, 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 just do that just do that there's something down at the bottom called um it's a dollar sign and it's called something called top chat a lot of people like to hit that and throw some cash our way and just thank us for 15 years of free content massive amounts of free content um or your your question does go to the top of the queue but you do not have to pay to play um, because um, we answer as many questions as we can in an hour. And then don't forget, tomorrow at 3 p.m. on the Patreon channel is Zoom. So Zoom is going to be live chatting where it's face-to-face, -face, where we can ask questions. And um, I give out a lot of business advice and social media advice. And seems to be not, it seems to be pretty heavy on the dog trainers on that one, mm -hmm. which is really, really nice. But anybody can join that one. Anybody can join that and just go to patreon.com slash solid canine training and joelle started her patreon page as well which is patreon.com slash joelle gifford and i know melissa will probably put a link to both of those there to help promote your site as well which is really really doing great which is physical fitness and there's some really great fitness fitness um, um information on there so why don't we just jump right into it all right melissa good evening jeff joelle and everyone in the chat hey melissa senna happy wednesday j and j hey senna how are you hey senna not Levi's wife. Senna. Right, exactly. Levi said, good evening, Jeff and Joel. I didn't tell my wife to send that. Right, of course not. <laughs> oh, God forbid she did it without your permission. That's right, right. Oh, my God. Right. Julie, hello, everyone. Hey, how are you, Julie? Levi, we just got a treadmill. Our one dog who had done the underwater one before loves it. What's the earliest you would start a puppy on one? Um. Well, I mean... Usually, dogs that don't like it, we have to be a little bit forceful. So I wouldn't do that with a puppy such as like 12, 14 weeks old. But you can start getting the dog onto it, you know, put some kibble up on there and turn it into a little bit of a game and, you know, put it at like half a mile per hour and see if the dog will walk on it. And, you know, just just try that. You know, just try that first. Next. Barista boy. Hi, J&J. I was teaching place and now able to teach calm where he puts his head down on the bed on command. Very N practical. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Being in place is, you know, going to a, to a, to a mat, an object, a dog bed, but putting your head down, the dog is really also mentally in, um, mentally rested as well. And, you know, it's for instance, like when we're outside playing chuck it, and if I tell the dogs to down, I don't expect them to be like that. It's like down, you're ready to like go into your next action. But with place um, um, inside or down inside, I really want the dogs to be in a nice rested position. Next. Um, Janice, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Been looking into getting an e-collar from your site, but I'm unsure on which size to get. My dog is about 80 to 90 pounds. Thanks a ton. Well, it's not about the size of the dog. I mean, well, I shouldn't say that. Under 10 pounds, you'd want to get the micro. But pretty much, I would say 95% of the dogs, no matter what size they are, um, are going to be the mini educator. So the mini educator 300 is the standard one that we sell the most of. Next. Senna, I was wondering if either of you have ever had to work with a dog that is really difficult. You don't feel like you're getting anywhere with. I know there are days, there are good days and bad days, but how do you not feel defeated? Well, I think you have to look at, you have to stop, you, you, you're going to have micro wins and micro losses. And sometimes you've got macro wins and macro losses. And you have to also look at the big picture. Like for instance, we had a, a little um, trainer's meeting today and we've got a couple of dogs here that, that I don't want to say we're struggling with, that they're, de they're definitely not, you know, the level of expectation has to be sometimes reassessed. But we work with some really, really difficult dogs. But Senna, if you're talking about your puppy, 
And well, first of all, if your husband would stop fucking it up, things would be easier. But if you're talking about your puppy, um, you're going to have a roller coaster ride of training. That's just the way it is. It's a puppy. And when I'm saying puppy, it's like whatever, 12, 14 weeks old. It's you're going to, but even at 16 weeks old and 18 weeks old and at 20 weeks old and at one year old, I mean, they're dogs. Like you're going to have good days and not so good days. Like look at us as human beings. Like look at us. So, and now we're talking about a dog. So I think you have to look at the big picture. And just because you had a micro loss, that doesn't mean you're like losing. Next. Levi, do you ever use the incline function and what is a good duration to be on at one time or total minutes in a day? Um, I tend not to. I personally don't use the incline. I don't know what the staff does. I don't think um, no, I don't think the staff does at all. But as far as like your just remember your average walk for a dog that's above six months old, it's about three miles per hour. Just think about that. Like we all usually walk three miles per hour. But, you know, and dogs race around the backyard at probably, you know, nine miles per hour. They can't probably keep it up for that long. But, you know, you know, two and a half miles per hour to three miles per hour sometimes is a sweet spot. But if you're talking about a puppy, you know, we're talking about like, you know, probably at one mile per hour to start next. Um, Michelle Anderson. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Good evening. How are you? Pack leader dog training. Hey, Jay and Jay. Good to see you. Hey, good to see you too. Michelle P. Hold on one second. Who's that? Kira. She's dreaming. I know. Wake up. Next. Her whole body was shaking. Hi, hi, everyone. So Chicago is October. Will still likely happen? Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking there there should not be a problem with fourth quarter. Yeah, there should not be. But, but again, like, we don't know. Like we, Nobody I, knows. This is the thing. I have the same information that everybody else does. So, like, for instance, I own three homes in Florida that I've acquired. By the way, I'm self-made. I literally, like, every year I save up enough money for a down payment to buy a house, immediately turn it around into an Airbnb, and get revenue to pay the mortgage. Or I have enough money for like two months mortgage and then I get build up a little bit of esteem. So now I have three homes and, a, and this year I was supposed to buy my fourth home, but um, I, I'm not, I'm glad I didn't. So here's a great example. We had to refund. We had no control over it. Airbnb sent back. They refunded everybody a hundred percent of the money. I had no control over it. The governor of the state of Florida has forbid us to renting out our homes until May 26th, and that might change. I'm sorry, did I say May? What month are we in now? April? April 26th, and that might change. I think I think April. We cannot rent out our homes right now, I know. so And that might go even farther. They don't want out-of-state people coming into Florida. Hotels, Airbnbs, short-term rentals. It's out of our hands. So my houses are sitting empty. And we get inquiries. Like people are willing to drive drive there. They don't want to fly there. So it's out of my hands. So like what can I do? So if 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 a state says you cannot have more than ten people assembled, I can't have a seminar. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. Even if people want to. So I think that we just have to sit and wait. We've just got to sit and wait. Next. Um, Dakota and Blessing. Dakota was starting to chase cats, so I took him where I know cats would be and dialed up a lot. Good. He was hyperloading, and I waited till he made the move, and then I let him up. I purposely timed it with 
I don't know where the rest is. Okay, you can make sure you say no first, but you could have also you could have also done the loading. You could have also corrected oh, the right loading. here. I purposely timed it with the cat's warning and reaction to make him think it was the cat. I was never mad the whole time. In fact, I used a cheery voice. I did this three times, and the last two times I forced him by the cat as he no longer wanted to be with the cat just to make sure it stuck. And do you think there was anything I did wrong? I don't know. I wasn't there to see you. Sounds like it worked, but I wasn't there to see you do it. Next. Jenny, the couch chat you guys recently did was really insightful. Awesome. We'll be doing another one probably tomorrow or Friday. Next. Super Jesus. Hi, J&J. Jeff, call your state rep. Rhode Island is considering suing insurance companies to cover corona retroactively. Be sure they hear from you and tell others. I will. In fact, I'm... I should have included business interruption insurance. Right, exactly. So the way the business interruption insurance is, the last time I talked to my insurance agent, which was about a month ago when this first started, is corona is not covered because you for business interruption because you have to have a disaster. So you have to have like a fire or a flood or something. But when you've got a national mandate that says you are not allowed to open, I would consider that a, a big event. When you literally have saying you are not allowed to come into our state, which we get a lot of out-of-state business, you are not allowed to be open. We are allowed to be open. Um, but it still is, we cannot, you know, it's, it's affecting. So I would consider that a, a, a insurable a claimable thing so yes uh kirsten my dog loves to play fetch but gets possessive over the ball if another dog chases after it as well how do i stop this will correcting her with the e-collar make her not want to play fetch um all depends i mean who is this other dog like who's this other dog right so if i if if so we run a pack of five dogs joelle has two i have three so let's say that I threw a ball and Kira was going after it and Bert was going after it and Kira growled and Bert peeled off. Nobody would get corrected. It's like, okay, I'm, that's fine. Sometimes it's whoever gets to the ball first gets it. Sometimes it's what dog thinks it's going to get to the ball first. But if some strange dog at a park comes up to my dog's ball like good let my dog growl it's like get away from my ball i have no pro i have no problem with that i have no problem with that so what am i going to do let what strange dogs steal my dog's ball and then like i just lost chuck it balls aren't cheap like then do i get it back like where do, you know, do i get it back and if you're lucky yeah so so i mean i think there's 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 always got to be there's different circumstances next Barista boy, saw Henry on Insta, such a sweet golden. Yeah, Henry, He's so sweet. Henry really is sweet. He's like the token daycare slash half staff dog. Yeah, so he's... <laughs> We're all like, we would take Henry home. So when everybody talks about how goldens are not aggressive, I'm like, well, you haven't worked with the goldens we have, but but Henry's the opposite of that. Yeah. Henry, <clears throat> Henry's one of those dogs. He's just like, he's Henry. It's literally a classic, stereotypical, yes. friendly golden retriever yes right you could get on the ground and yes. kiss his face and yes. roll around with him right. and you think it's the best a thing exactly in the world. meanwhile we get usually we do get goldens and labs in here and stereotypical friendly dogs doodles yeah um we see actually a lot, a of, lot aggressive, of aggressive a lot doodles. of aggressive doodles yeah anything that rhymes with oodle we get the aggressive oodle i think we're gonna call that oodles and noodles a groodle <laughs>
Those are so good. Oh, you own it a Grudel. <laughs> Next. $5 top chat. From Sarah. From, geez, it won't let me click it. Sarah, thanks, J&J, for your time and free content. You're welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you guys for consuming it. For consuming it. Yeah. Are, you, is your, are your allergies acting up today? Mm. Are you itchier? Are you, is your eyes itchier My or drier? I'm always itchy, though. So it's like I'm the wrong person For to some ask. reason today, and I've been drinking a ton of water Have today. Have you? I'm yeah. slacking. Yeah. In fact, you know what? They deliver the water before... Um, we got back from hiking today because there was an, I emptied out the uh, last of the water, the bubbler, the water, and I was going to put it over by the empties. So it's like, oh, shoot, they didn't – because you have to mark how many empties you give them because uh, you get reimbursed because uh, you leave a deposit on uh, the empty. Six bucks, yeah. Next. Mm, let's see. Julie, sister had two dogs, siblings. They are fighting randomly. How could you get them to where they can coexist? They are e-collar trained. So your, your sister has two siblings? So is that what that question was? Two dogs, they're siblings. But the sister does. Yes. So the sister should be on the show asking these questions, or else there's going to be the telephone game there here. So, but number one is I don't know your sister, I don't know the dogs, I don't know what level of experience she has, I don't know her routine. But number one, they should be both crated separately. She should be running her. They should be taking away all affection right now. She should get them to exist around each other, but. Most people are doing things unintentionally to make it worse. They're thinking that if they're like, try to get them together and, oh, this is your friend. Literally, like I've seen people talk to their dogs, try to explain that they're supposed to be friends. Yeah. It's like, okay, uh-huh, right, okay. And then as soon as they, they leave the room, they look at each other, well, that was fucking bullshit, and they attack each other. Mm -hmm. So I think we're, I, people forget that we're working with wild animals without the same type of brain that we have. Yeah. But they don't, they're not thinking like that. So all they're thinking is, I just want to attack you. Can't, you can't like, reason with your dog. Yeah, you can't reason with your dog. It's just yes or no. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Thank oh, you, Melissa. Thank you, Melissa. That was very nice of you. Debbie, hi from snowy Michigan again. Hey. Oh, man. Man. It doesn't end. Michigan doesn't stop. Um, truck driver dog guy. I love that you changed your name to that. Um, I was going to wait. This is the truck driver dog guy. Right. Literally. I know. <laughs> what was his name before? It wasn't that. Oh, awesome. I was going to wait to get my e-collar, but after chasing my dog for 15 minutes today, I changed my mind. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yes. E-collar technology is 400 versus the 800. Price is not a concern. What is the difference? Which do you recommend? Um, I would go with the 800. Uh, well, the 300 is fine, but the, the 400 has a bigger handset. Mm. So the 300 and the 800, the handset is the same size. The 400 is a little bit bigger. The 800 has got more power to it, and it goes longer distance. But so, um, I mean, if you've got the budget, go with the 800 because you might need it. Like, you know, for my Malinois, I need a more powerful collar. So, but most dogs here, they don't. I mean, we have dogs that need a double 800. Mm -hmm. You know, they call them, the. it's called the boss. So it's called the double boss. Next. Anna. Mm, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Is it possible to walk two dogs at once with prong collars? I'm training them separately, but would like to walk them together at some point. So you can walk two dogs at once without a prong collar. You can walk 14 dogs at once on slip leads if you want to. So the prong collar isn't going to mean quantity, equal quantity of dogs. So the prong collar is just a communication tool. The prong collar will help you leverage, though, at the beginning, your your technique and your the cadence of the dogs, and you'll give you more control. 
but you absolutely can walk as many dogs as you want. I mean, I used to walk a 16 dog pack all behind me and there's no way I was using strength. I was using training technique, you know, training technique next. Did you just nudge my chair? Yeah, because you're doing the nails. I'm not even picking at okay, them. Okay, so I want to make sure. I just looked down. Okay. Bro code, can bonking resolve resource guarding toward other dogs? Um, it can, absolutely. Um, bonking is a great punisher. I'd prefer if you used a, um, a remote collar, but you can definitely do bonking as well. Next. Abby, we have a golden retriever with food aggression. He knows to wait for food when placed on the floor until I say okay. And he knows out. After he does the out, he returns to eat but starts to growl. Right. We respond by saying no and tugging on the prong to teach it's not okay to growl. This results in him snapping back, trying to bite us. Correct. Is there something wrong with our technique? You, well, you've already answered your own question. It's not working. Therefore, it's incorrect. So something, something is wrong because it's not working. So I prefer a remote collar to eliminate resource guarding because... It's more neutral. And the tugging, first of all, you shouldn't be tugging. It should be pop-pop, and it should be an extremely firm one. So resource guarding should be getting a high-level correction slash punishment. And for folks that struggle with that, you've never had to surrender your dog to a shelter because it resource guarded or seen a dog bite a child in the face as it was walking by its food bowl. Now, personally, I like to feed dogs in crates. Um... To, 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 to eliminate any of those issues, but um, to solve the actual problem, we use a remote collar. It takes a couple of seconds to do. Um, it's sort of neutral um, to the human, but to the dog, it means a lot. Next. Sophia, hey J&J, Bruno and I have been making fantastic progress on the e-collar. It was messy at first, but we found our groove. Good, yeah. Anything new is usually messy. Like anything new, it's just like any, learning anything new is usually messy or maybe it's not messy at the beginning, but then the honeymoon period is over and then it starts getting messy. Next. Gretchen, hi guys, I turn 18 tomorrow. Gonna make a will, buy stock because shares are so cheap right now and whatever else I've been wanting to do at this point. Good. COVID is putting dents in my plans to move out. How are you guys? Um, things are good. Um, just on that, do anything you wanted to do. Be careful about that masturbation in public because... Um, Get a tattoo, Gretchen. Because that's still um, frowned upon. But now maybe it's not. You know, who knows? There's no rules in COVID. Yeah, there's no rules. So um, definitely a will is good. I would encourage you to buy life insurance too. Buy it now. When, it's, when you're 18, it's really, really cheap. And, you know, you can buy whole insurance. So it's really cheap and you accumulate money. Um, congratulations and happy birthday. Next. Happy birthday. Michelle Anderson, I no longer tell my dogs five to down or place when in the house. I sit and they all find a spot and just lay down and sleep for hours. Is awesome. this acceptable or should I still be telling them place? No, it's fine. Guys, and, and this is the thing is like, you nobody's got to follow my rules. Like nobody has to follow my rules. So, mm -hmm. so Michelle, just think about this. Like let, let's empower ourselves and, and stop worrying what Jeff thinks because um, just, you know, <laughs> I was gonna make a, a joke. Um, so, uh, cracking yourself up. No, I wasn't going to crack myself up at all. Um, I was probably gonna get hit by you. Um, so what, what I want you to do is this, you sit down, your dogs find a spot, lay down and fall asleep. What does it matter? What I think, what does it matter? What anybody thinks now to me, that sounds pretty cool, mm -hmm. right? default behavior yeah that sounds really really cool so you know but if i said that's wrong 
I would hope you wouldn't change it. I hope you would say, well, fuck you, Jeff. I don't give a shit what you think. Because to me, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That, 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 you know, that's awesome. Next. Urban Canine Dog Services would love to see a couch conversation on how you guys manage to intake and handle on human aggression dogs, safety protocols, etc. Loving you guys more daily as I consume amazing content. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yeah, the next couch conversation we're going to have is NCS, which is um, it's going to um, we we left it at CS. And now we're going to do NCS. And um, as far as handling aggressive dogs, we can we can. We can do that. I think we've I mean, we've shown videos of it. You don't have to probably search for them. I don't know if there's any titled specifically how we do the handoffs and stuff. But I don't think we have shown like an official handoff. No, like putting me in the airlock system and things like that. No. no. Okay. We might be able to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Sophia, is it possible for one command to be an NCS while others are on CS? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you're especially depends on what stage of the learning, like what stage of learning they're at on each command. So it's sort of like... And believe it or not, here, we have three different trainers. We all take the dogs through the stages separately. So Brittany might be on NCS with a dog, but if I've been out of town, I'm starting back at square one. I might be on CS for a few days while she's already on NCS. Right, right. So we want, that's be, fine. Yeah, dogs need to understand, you know, we want dogs to understand the handler and then the, the remote. And then also sometimes just by default, especially learning and rehab, just because one trainer is on a certain level, the other the dog might not believe the other trainer. Mm-hmm. That's where that is. That's where that comes in, um, especially with you know with dogs that we deal with in, that are what you're re, you know you're rehabbing next. Um, blessing. I'm working with an aggressive English bulldog at my board and train. It's not mine. I work for one, and I have a couple questions. Tips on stranger protocols with him. He also sometimes tries to hump. Me or other dogs, how can I correct that without putting too much pressure on him and setting him up? He trusts me, though. So why don't you want to put too much pressure on the dog? Don't you want to put too much pressure on the dog? Because life puts too much pressure on the dog. Right? That's what I would suggest. So it's okay. In fact, you want to put too much pressure on the dog. It has nothing to do with trust. Because if you don't set the dog up with too much pressure... What's going to happen in the What's going to happen in the real world when life gives it Life gives it so much pressure, right? So what's going to happen? So you 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 train in a sterile environment, and then all of a sudden life happens, and now you're fucked because the dog hasn't practiced. It doesn't know what to do when there's a lot of pressure put on it. So like they've got days. The trainers have days where they're like they put a lot of pressure on dogs, and some dogs crumble, and it's like. Good thing we're working on it now. Mm-hmm. As far as stopping humping, that's usually with a remote collar or a, a stockyard whip to the butt. Um, um, as far as, what was it? The first part was what, aggression? Yeah, he's human aggressive. Human aggressive, that's would be, I can't really give you an answer on that on this podcast. Stranger because, protocols. Oh, stranger protocols. Okay, stranger protocols is, well, you're not going to have strangers pet, petting the dog. That's for sure. You're not going to have strangers petting the dog. So what you're going to do is, is um, teach your dog to not react to approaching strangers and teach your dog to be around strangers. But this concept that a stranger can go up to the dog and pet it for a, and the dog's aggressive, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. I would work on existence first. Next. Loka, hi. Hi, J&J. How do you muzzle condition a non-food motivated dog? 
Also, since starting to train this dog, one of our dogs has become very nervous and timid, even though they aren't out together. What would Jeff do? Um, well, as far as as far as a food, a dog that's not, you've worked with dogs that are not food motivated for muzzle conditioning, and we just, well, we use the dog's daily food. So if you're feeding them out of a bowl and then trying to use food to condition a dog, it's going to be very selective and not motivated. But we have dogs that we do food training with exclusively that still won't take food during the muzzle process. Mm. So you could use, we normally don't do this, but you could use something at higher value. Mm -hmm. Higher value, just gotta be careful you don't end up with an overweight dog. Next. Another thing you can do too is once they're comfortable, like at least wearing it, they might not wanna move in it yet. Right. You start feeding them their meal through the muzzle in a bowl through the muzzle. Right. So then they start to correlate muzzle equals mealtime. Mealtime, right. And that's right. it. Like you don't do anything else but eat your meal through this muzzle. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes sometimes we don't have time to muzzle condition a dog. We just have to force it on. Um, where am I? Becky Tem Temecula, California. Mm -hmm. Temecula. Temecula. Mm -hmm. It's right next to Temecula. It's a, it's a suburb of it. Sounds weird. I feel like Temecula sounds better. <laughs> okay, well, you call it Temecula. <laughs> you will. They grow tomatoes there. Temecula. <laughs> you know, the next town over, they, so it's, they, 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 they grow tomatoes. Next. You're going to get a fupal. <laughs> Shush. We have a five-month-old Aussie that we've got just a few weeks ago. Potty training has been hard. Can't get her to tell us when she needs to go. Only goes outside when we take her. Help. So, I don't. So what I do is this. I put my dogs on a schedule and I don't let my dogs free roam. So that's what I suggest you do. I'm not the housebreaking potty training guy. That's not my level of expertise. So to me, like I just put dogs on schedules. It's like, oh, it's been four hours. Let's go outside and go potty. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't let my dogs just wander around. So that, wor that works for me. And that's what I teach. And so... I'm the wrong guy to ask, like, how do you, like, get your dog to, like, ring a bell when it has to go outside, which I encourage people actually not to do because then you have a dog that's going to be ringing that bell just to go outside and then sitting at the door waiting to come back inside immediately. It's like, dog's got you pretty well trained there. You, Wow, I love how that dog recalled you off the couch, <laughs> recalled the human off the couch. Next. Ish, I love you guys. My 10-year-old big dog never showed aggression to other dogs but recently ran and lunged and picked up a small dog in its mouth like Ooh. it was a toy. Ooh. But it let go when the dog yelped. Yeah. Had her next to me on a prong, but momentarily dropped the leash. It was so fast. She's not usually the aggressor, but I don't want this to happen again. I did not have enough time to react. Yeah, dogs are quick. Dogs are quick. Mm -hmm. So what, what do you do? You have to set it up again. I mean, it could have been a fluke. It could have been, does it say how old, old the dog is? Ten years. Ten years old. So, I mean, for all we know, I don't know if that's a brand new dog that it picked up or that dog's been pissing it off for years and finally just said, you know what? Today's your day, you little shit. <laughs> Today's the day I snap Enough. your neck. <laughs> That's it. I've had it with you. It's not funny. I've had it with you. At least he let go. If he I mean, if he really wanted to do damage, he would have. Yeah, next. Uh, Levi, you said before that aggression reactivity 99% of the time isn't related to being intact. What would you think if a male always gets along with females? That's a pretty cool concept. So if the male, are you trying to say the male gets along with females but only fights with the ma with male? I don't understand this question. I don't know. It doesn't. They don't really go together. You said that aggression 
99% of the time isn't related to being intact. Yeah, well, put it this way. What would you think right. if a male always gets along with females? Okay, so I've, I've stated that 99% of the dogs that come in here for aggression are, have been, um, have been, are, are, they're spayed or neutered. Therefore, they're not, therefore being intact is not connected because they've already had, they've already been fixed. And if a dog gets along with females and only fights with males, it could be just, it, just selective aggression, you know, um, but there's always, there's always, I think the biggest thing with intact dogs, it definitely attracts a challenge from a lot of dogs, but I don't think dogs are going after Bert, I'm sorry, Wes, who's intact any more than they would like another dog. They're aggressive towards like dogs. Right. I think they're more aggressive towards their energy sometimes than they are I anything really else. I really think that's what it is. Yeah, the energy of them. Energy sets dogs yeah. off. Next. 499 Top Chat from Holding On Dog Training. Hey, guys. Thanks for everything you do for us. Got to get my podcast, 499 Top Chat in. LOL. Have a great rest of the week. Awesome. Well, thank thanks, you so Ashley. thank you much so much, Ashley. Bye-bye. Pack Leader Dog Training. Considering feeding raw, do you have any thoughts on Stella and Chewy's? Um, I have no – I mean, I know it's a brand. I have no pluses or minuses. Um, all I know is that we have an ebook that educates people about raw feeding, but I don't know too much about store, store bought raw food at all. Um, I've seen some of our clients bring it in. A lot of our in. clients use it. Yep. It's um, great for training. <laughs> so, but you know, we use, we like just buy meat and we actually did raw shopping this weekend. I'm like, literally was just thinking today, I was like talking to Ben. I'm like, I just went out and like hoarded dog food and then we have two cases of duck coming in this weekend. I'm like, I have nowhere to put it. I've got space at home. In that freezer? No, at home. Okay. Yep. Might have to take you up on yeah, that. Yeah, I actually have a lot of space in the freezer because I'm keeping most of the food here now. Yep. Sarah, my DSD gets overexcited, barks and pulls when we see other dogs. I correct hard, but I get comments from strangers who think I'm torturing him when he squeals. Is there a different method I can use? Well, what you can start doing is start getting your dog used to walking by other dogs um, in a not as is a high distraction area. So see if you can start role playing that with a friend. Also role play the spatial, do the spatial pressure video, which teaches your dog to walk behind you. But as far as comments, I don't know what your corrections look like. You know, are you, are you staying calm? Um, try to switch to a remote collar, try to train your dog on a remote collar heel. It's less invasive. The dog still might give a little bit of a squeal, but as far as like comments from strangers, I mean, that's always going to happen anytime you correct your dog on any tool or anytime a dog is audible, that's going to that's gonna happen. Ironically, ironically, a dog can be barking its head off, pulling towards a dog, mm-hmm. and people find that cute. But if it makes an hey, audible noise, but if it makes an audible noise for bad behavior, that's bad. Yeah. It's just... The, the, so interesting. It's, it's interesting, interesting human behavior. Next. Sarah Bug Art, hello everyone. Hello, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Tara Fitzgerald, my 21-month-old Dolby, full-service dog, perfect when vest on and working, fully e-collar trained, but when I let her out in the front yard with no e-collar, she's really slow to respond. She blows me off or real slow without collar. She's very beta feline-like. I just don't like her slow response. How do I pick, make her pick it up? So keep a remote collar on her. A remote collar is not a crutch. And if you've gone up to correction mode, 
and is your dog so have you gone up to correction mode so have you gone up to the to to have you corrected your dog for non-compliance for a known command with the vest off in the front yard you know that's what i would suggest next Levi, our male tends to be reactive to only other males and obviously being rushed by strange dogs that we avoid like coronavirus, but we'll get along with all females. Okay. So I the first part of the question is it's not unusual for any dog to like if you if an off-leash dog rushed my pack mm. or Wes, it would be a dog fight. End yeah. of story. Sorry, my dogs aren't going to be rushed by dogs. So that's not unusual. That's not unusual at all. Um, but so that goes, I guess that's the answer to that question, right? I, I mean. He will get along with all females. Yeah. I'm sure there's female dogs out there that he won't get along with. Yeah. We have two. Right? We have one in here right now. I bet you he wouldn't get along with. <laughs> Next. Casey, I adopted a seven-month-old Chorky. The previous owner said he's good with kids. He warmed up to me quick, but anytime my four-year-old gets near me, he growls. She has only been gentle with him. Any advice? Well, it's not about being gentle. So this misconception that dogs growl at kids or people that were rough with them or that like a dog growls at a man, that means, oh, it must have been abused by a man, is utter bullshit. It's the biggest line of bullshit there is. So the foster... Probably the dog maybe got along with the foster's kids, but that doesn't always translate to your kids. Um, your dog also might be guarding you. Your dog might be resource guarding you. So when you got this dog, were you overly affectionate with the dog? Are you giving this dog a lot of affection? Are you, or are you, um, and then also are you being very structured with the dog? Are you holding the dog accountable for everything? Have you started some pretty good basic obedience, holding the dog accountable for its obedience? Or are you using the dog more as a, um, an, a like a comfort and a lot of giving it a lot of affection? And if you're using it as a lot of affection and it's never had a, a consequence before, then that's a great way to create a dog that starts guarding its owner. And the dog might be guarding you against the child. So all I know is that if my four-year-old walked by me and the dog and the and my dog and my dog growled that dog would learn real quick that was a bad option to to do real quick and it wouldn't forget it next lucy your videos have been so helpful for training my seven-month-old kelpie thanks he needs more work on being calm and greeting people he tends to lick their hands and act super excited any tips one more time um, i was just thinking about that that the kelpie yeah. Greets people excitedly. He licks their hands and acts super excited. So, and that you, you don't want that. So, correct? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, what you do is this just it's, it's it's an arouse it's an arousal issue. So, at least it's better than biting their hands, right? So, but it's an arousal issue. So, what you need to do is you need to teach your dog how to be calmer around people. And believe it or not, you correct for that. And a lot of people will struggle with that because, like, oh no, the dog's friendly. It's like. I know the dog is friendly, but you can correct for over-arousal. You can correct for over-excitement. So a correction is not just for dangerous behavior. It's for unwanted behavior. So if you don't want your dog to be doing something, you can correct it. 
So people have to really re- people have to really reinterpret the whole concept of punishment and corrections mm. and not just realize it's for only dangerous stuff. Mm-hmm. It's for unwanted stuff. It's it's just it's it's so you you correct and that's and that's how you get dogs to stop things. Because if you rewarded, you're going to get more of something. So you can't do that. Now, if you only rewarded calm behavior, but never corrected uncalm behavior, you're still not going to stop it. Next. Tim, five-month-old, plays chase with other with older dog, but barks nonstop while chasing. It's friendly play, but annoying. Pops on long line, prong, and ineffective. Right. So you can use a remote. First of all, what do you expect? They're playing. So that's what they do. They're playing. That, and that's what dogs do. They chase each other and they bark. And it's fun for them. And kids are loud when they're outside running around. But if you don't want that, you can use a remote collar. The problem is your dog might stop running around playing. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things. Like, Bert is super vocal when he plays, but I can't. Right. If I say enough, he just stops playing. Right, exactly. <laughs> like... Exactly. So, you know, you know, can you get your dog to stop barking and still run around? Sure. Or you can be like, you know what? You're out. We don't do this all day. We're having fun. Go ahead and just go have fun. Next. Tim. Um, I already read that. Gretchen. Also, Stone's owners are continuing to work with him and hold him accountable and are so grateful for all the stuff I tell them. Makes me happy to see people thriving so much like that when they'd otherwise succumb to lies and bad advice. Yeah. A lot of unethical lies out there. But that's what I find really, really interesting that people yeah. like like that one comment that I just that's what I was thinking about when I asked you about the question I was thinking about the if a dog growled it would you know next to my kid it would never forget the day that it did that yeah and I'll let people interpret that any way they want to mm-hmm. and I can just see people like thinking that's really really mean mm-hmm. it's like you do realize that you'll have to probably end up killing that dog killing it not giving it up but killing it you want to call it putting down you want to call it humanely euthanizing it? You go right ahead. But you're killing the dog. But if you don't stop that, you're going to end up with a dead dog or an injured child. And I and that's the part where, like, wow, that seemed like really extreme. But it is extreme. Mm-hmm. It is extreme. And that's how it starts. It starts with a little bit of a growl. And then next thing you know, your child comes over to you and your dog bites it in the face. And then you end up with a dead dog and a child with PTSD that's afraid of dogs, possibly for the rest of its life, and might have nightmares, and might be scared shitless of dogs. Literally, you'll be walking through the airport, and there'll be somebody blind with a service dog, and the kid will scream its head off. I, I mean, it happens. People get petrified. People are petrified of spiders. Imagine the petrific. People are petrified of dogs. So it's like you need to stop this stuff immediately. And so many people would take that comment as like, oh my God, he's so mean. But it's like you do realize dogs are dying every day for this shit. Mm-hmm. And they're also dying for things that are easily correctable. Mm-hmm. That should really infuriate you. Resource guarding. Right. What shouldn't infuriate you is the concept of fixing your dog from growling at your kid. Well, how do you do it? It doesn't matter. You did it. That's all that, that's the only question on the table is did it work or not? 
Right. That's the only question that should be on the table is did it work or did it not? Because if it doesn't work, you end up with a dead dog. And people need to start hearing the truth because they're getting rid of dogs or kids are being injured or they're making bullshit excuses for their lack of balls. And that just goes down the path. Or they get rid of that dog and they get another one and the same fucking thing happens. We just see it all the time. That's my world. That's, that's, that's the, what's that expression? That's the puddle I play in. I don't know. That's not an that. expression. I just, yeah, that's the water I, that's, there's some water reference. I don't know. The lake I swim in or something or some water reference about like, that's our world. Yeah. That's our world. Next. That's our arena, you know? Yep. Um, Debbie, year, year one, year old, Border Collie grabbed a piece. I'm done. Where's the delete button? <laughs> what? <laughs> Technical difficulties. Okay. Gretchen, damn doodles. Next. Blessing. I think I rushed into counter conditioning with Dakota as he wasn't completely indifferent to dogs. So I went back a step. I have access to dogs since I work at a board and train and I'm working on... Him not looking at dogs too hard. He doesn't hyperload anymore, but his ears are forward. So I say no and give a low-level stim on the e-collar when his ears are forward. But when he looks at the dog... Neutrally. With soft ears, I mark with good. And while walking on leash, I don't want him looking at dogs at all. Good. Is this okay? Yes, it's okay. Next. Um, now i got to scroll back up. Because that was all broken up. Hillary, eight-month-old standard Labradoodle pup is doing great with training, but he still mouths when he's happy or annoyed. I can't bonk him hard enough to seem to stop the problem. Any suggestions? What, what's what is it again? I'm sorry, they should repeat. Eight-month-old Labradoodle right. is mouthing when he's happy or annoyed. Bonking is not working. So you're probably not bonking right. Most people underwhelm their dogs when they bonk. No bonk. Your dog should not want to do the behavior. Most people just toss the, the bonker at the dog. A proper bonk will let that dog know that was unacceptable. Um, next. Um, Sarah. No, Melissa, posted a link to your Zoom um, on Patreon. Thank you. Well, it's not up yet. The link's not up yet. To the Patreon channel. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it. Just want to make sure. Yep, you'll... Sarah, my seven-month GSD doesn't know his size. He tries to play rough with smaller dogs and cats, same way he does with the big dogs who don't mind. Will he grow out of this, or should I do something about it? You should do something about it. He'll grow into it, not out of it, historically. So you can slow the dog down. That's why you see us in our social. So in our socialization, what we would do is, you see us all with little stockyard whips. People think we're whipping dogs, but we're not. We're usually just using it to advocate and to get space for the dogs, but a little tap on the butt will slow that dog down a little bit. Next. Um, super Jesus. I've been training my pet dog since I was 13. My doodle is definitely the most difficult by far. He's not aggressive, but very confident and stubborn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you have a pushy, snotty dog, those can be challenging. They can be definitely challenging. Next. Bro code. Can bonking resolve resource guarding toward dog to dog? Yeah, it can. Yep. I prefer remote collar though. Mm. Next. A.L., hey, J&J, would either of you or both like to tell us about the dogs or pets you had growing up? No. Next. <laughs> Truck driver guy. Um, his name is Nathan. That's what it was, so he did change it. Okay, got it. Next. I love it. Casey, I adopted a seven-month-old Chorky. I already read that one. She must have put it in twice. Mm. Julie, thank you. She provides too much affection. 
they're created separately she's providing more rules she's now rotating them so they're not socializing together i will have her watch this yeah she should be watching the show a lot she should be going knee deep into my social media next um blessing how can i get dakota and my puppy to exist around each other because all they want to do now is play with each other why is this why is this because they're dogs because that's what dogs do they want to play with each other they like each other they have fun together that's what dogs do so why does a dog do it because you haven't told them that they shouldn't be doing it at that moment so the dog needs more direction leadership and guidance so for instance right now if right now if Joelle's dogs were released right now. They would probably play fight right over there. <laughs> they don't give a shit. Okay. Rolling right. Around. So right now. Now, why do they do that? Because that's what they do. So what do we do instead? Tell them to go lie down. So if I release my dogs, what they would do is probably race towards that door and make a lot of noise. Crash because, into shit. Because they're thinking they're going to go outside and they would probably run around this room. So what do I do? Tell them to go lie down. But they've been lying, lying down for about three hours already. What time do we eat dinner? They eat dinner. Yeah, about five o'clock. A little bit before five. Yep, next. So how, what can you do is just place and place or down and down. Next. Or the, or the puppy can go in its kennel. Next. Karen, GSD lover. Good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Good evening. Gretchen, thanks. I got a couple hundred. I've been dipping into car savings and retirement savings. And we'll have to continue for stock shares. Next. 18, got it all figured out. But Kay. you can start 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 selling all your shit. People are buying stuff right now. Just remember that. Mm. People are buying stuff. So sell your stuff. Sell your stuff on eBay. Sell your stuff on Facebook Marketplace. Literally go through all your crap in your house. Old clothes, shoes, anything. Remote controls. Like, I've got these three remote controls. I have no idea what they're for. Someone will buy them for five bucks. All three. No, I have a whole wardrobe I should sell. Yep. Yep. I literally wear none of it. I know. I need the space in my room. <laughs> I'm sleeping in Joelle's closet. Literally. So, um, but I combine, I combine everything into one rack. So, it's not so bad, actually. It's more than, more than, put it this way. It's more than enough space for me. Next. Yeah. Pack leader dog training. How did you first transition from training your own dog to training others' dogs? Did you just do friends' dogs, not charge? Um, I didn't charge for a little bit, and then I um, uh, I went right to. I mean, I I mean, I know how to run businesses, so I just. But I suggest people you can start with friends' dogs, start with families' dogs, see if you can work. Um, start with some dogs from a rescue to get experience. Um, see if you can intern somewhere. Um, or work somewhere to get experience, and then start start a business next. Kathy, my husband and son call my Dutch an armrest. He's so chill in the house. I keep telling them he's so much more than an armrest. LOL. Outside playing, he's full of himself. House rules are great. Yes, house rules are fantastic. Rules in general are fantastic when it comes to dogs. Next. Ish, why do you guys no longer use the pet corrector? It helps divert my dog's leash aggression since I don't have a remote collar. So then you keep using it. Mm-hmm. We don't really use it because we have other things to do. We have other tools that we can use. But you keep doing it. Next. Sarah Bug R started with a dog to arc with my seven-month-old GSD. His outside obedience has improved so much already. I'm so excited to work with him more on it. Awesome. Uh, ready to get rid of this long line. Haha. <laughs> Good. Be careful about that long line. Don't get it off too soon. Next. 
Blessing. I mean, I didn't want to put too much pressure because I didn't want to set him off. The bulldog, the aggressive bulldog that humps other dogs. Oh, okay. You can start slower if you want to. Next. Um, AL, did you hear about the gal who wraps saran wrap around her forehead, puts peanut butter on it, and then is able to cut the dog's nails while it licks? Oh, it was like a TikTok video that went like viral. Oh, no, didn't hear about it. Looks like it worked. It's all that matters. The dog just sits there licking her forehead and she's clipping its nails. It's all, why wrap in, why wrap up saran wrap? Ew. Just put it right on your forehead. Yeah, get a million pimples too. Okay, next. A Bataglia. Sunflower butter. My dogs aren't allowed to give me kisses. <laughs> you know, since a puppy, if they tried, I'd blow in their faces. Cool. Don't kiss me. Next. <laughs> a Bataglia. Hi, JJ. Somehow that doesn't surprise me. Hope all is well. Took Lucy off leash hiking with the foster. We did leash drag for Lucy and foster walked in heel. Nice. She did great, but got super aroused toward the end. Kept trying to play with foster instead of walking. Can I correct? She knows out. If you want to. If you want to. But off leash, off -leash time is, is playtime too. But it's up to you. That's one of those things where that's one of those things where it's up to you to decide. If you put it this way, if you don't want that behavior, then yes, you correct it. Next. Melissa posted the link to the raw feeding book. Oh, thank you. David, how to get a puppy to stop eating rocks and other crap that will kill her? Pup is three and a half months old. Remote collar. Remote collar. Or three and a half months old, ooh, to fourteen weeks old, dog shouldn't be unsupervised. Keep a long line on it. The dog shouldn't be out on its own. There should be a human next to it next. Gretchen, haha, just cheated life. Got my hunter's education license while I'm 17 before I turn 18 and have to pay a ton of money for adult license fees. One last benefit of being a minor. There you go. Next. Jenny, hi, can you guys talk about zoomies and why dogs do this? It often happens to our dog after a bath or maybe the end of the day just before bed. We capture him in crate to turn his zoomie off. Right. Between six <laughs> and nine. Capture him. So between six and nine. Do you take a net out? They take one of those. Crikey. They use the, they, the wild dog doing zoomies around. They, the they, they have those guns that shoot the net out, <laughs> and they aim it, and they shoot it, and the net, which has the weight, like, it just captures the dog. It captures the dog. And all quick, this, get him in the crate. And then the dog starts squealing like a wild boar. <laughs> so That's literally what I just envisioned. They're, like, hiding behind the couch. Right, like, right. Jumping out. He's over there. He's over there. Or you set up a little trap little trap on a spring pole that it nooses the dog and then it springs up and the dog's hanging from its back feet. We got you now. Do they take the crate? They put the crate right underneath the dog. Cut the line. <laughs> they cut the line. Dog falls into the crate. Oh, they put the they put the lid on it like it was a poison. Like, like, like it was a poisonous snake or something. We got him. So why do dogs do zoomies? Because they do. That's a simple thing. They love it. They love it. It's fun to do. It's fun to do. You can hear a lot of dog trainers want to sound smart and try to give you an explanation. Why do dogs do zoomies? Because they do. Next. Why do you dance in your living room when your favorite song comes on? Exactly. Because that's what you do. Um, Dakota and Blessing, I'm getting comfort pads that can be worn for 8 to 10 hours at a time. That means from 6 to 2, I change sides and take it off at 10, which is all my waking hours because I like to have leverage over him. Awesome. Um, most of his bad behavior that he displays is when I don't have the e-collar on. Is this okay to have it on all day for control or backup? Yeah, you have your remote collar on all day. Put it on in the morning and then take it off at night. Next. Gretchen. And I've been up for 36 hours trying to get it before I turn 18. My diet of today consisted of coffee and a snack. That sounds like a good... Very balanced diet, Gretchen. Very balanced diet. Depends how much coffee you have. 
Sarah Bug Art. One small odd thing that I love is Kenai is to the point where he will sit still for photos. The fact that he obeys and listens much better than a few months ago makes me so happy. That's good. Sometimes it's hard to get good photos. We got a good, I don't know if that you ended up looking at that photo from this morning. No, I just edited all the videos. Yeah, I wonder if it's too dark. I can mess around with it in Lightroom, though. Yeah, next. Pack Leader Dog Training uploaded a video today on how to stop unwanted behaviors. Thank you for giving me the confidence to be able to get out of my comfort zone. Awesome. Good job. Next. Senna, watched your video on separation anxiety the other day, and you said something to the effect of correcting all unwanted behavior and not to reward half-assed commands. An example said down, but dog just sat. I'm bad for that, and it was good for me to hear, so thank you. Well, that's not a half-assed command. I'm always saying, well, he did lay down, but it wasn't a proper down, and I let it slide. I need to correct myself, too, or leave I will, LOL. Well, hold on here, though. But, but Senna, hold on here. If you say down and the dog sits, that's a sit. So that's a separate command. A half-assed down would be literally like a half-down. Mm-hmm. Like Tex is known for doing sometimes half-downs. Yeah, he is. So it's like... That ain't a down text. <laughs> he's like you know, still ready to spring he's into like, action. You're going to say break, right? So I might as well get ready, right? And it's like, no. Get, get into it down. Next. Sarah Bugar, seen that with a husky. My sister got her nose bitten and she has issues with dogs near her face. Doesn't help that the scar is visible also. Dog was killed after 11 bites. Yep. Shit. 11 bites. Dog maybe should have been killed after the second or third one. Next. Um... Kathy, I was never sure about handling resource guarding. None of my dogs have ever done it, but it's good to know that the e-collar can fix it. Good info to, to know. Thanks. Yeah, e-collar is magical when it comes to resource guarding and dogs are killed every day for resource guarding and it can be stopped. I can stop resource guarding quicker than I can train a sit. And that doesn't mean I don't know how to train sit. It means that's how easy it is to stop resource guarding. It is really easy to do. Next. Debbie, how quickly must you bonk? He manages to run away once he sees the bonker. Well, you, the, the most important part is, the, is marking no. All your markers you want to have on, on, on time. Same with your, yes, your yeses. So your, your, marking, your marking of yes and your marking of no, you want to make sure are timely. So your marking of yes is when the dog does the behavior that you want. You want to mark that behavior. When you deliver the reward, you have some time. The marking of no is when the dog does something you don't like and you have some time to deliver the correction. The dog runs away. Number one, be better prepared maybe, but also chase the dog down and correct him. Next. Tober, if a dog is in a down and stands up to stretch but lays back down, is that breaking down or is it just been in one place and needs to stretch? Um, depend. It all depends on what level of training you are at and how stringent you want to be. So if my dogs are, I like to use my dogs as an example because they know down, they know down well and they don't break, they're not going to just randomly break a command, you know, just for like, oh, I think I'll just like start walking around right now. But if my dogs are in a down, okay, here's a great example. I expect dogs to be in a down in the crate. Mm-hmm. But if they get up and like stretch and do a circle and lie back down, I don't say anything. Someone's snoring. Yeah. You guys are zonked out. Yeah. Next. That hike today. Next. Um, Sarah Bug Art, ready to get rid of the long line, meaning I want to, not oh. going to so oh. soon. Def not. Yeah. Good. Next. Gretchen, eBay is another thing I have to be 18 for. Four more hours and I can. Oh, well, happy birthday, Gretch. Jenny said, pretty much, LOL, always have a net handy. Right, right, exactly. Capturing your dog. Kathy, right. crikey, mate, I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to bathe this pup. It's going to go wild, and then I'm going to try to catch it. I probably <laughs> shouldn't do it. 
true. Just take a video. Take a video, please. Take a video. Next. Hey, Bataglia, I was nervous because the foster was on a leash, so I didn't want her running toward him. I was not sure if the leash mattered. Um, I mean, sometimes dogs step on the leash and they correct themselves. Sometimes the leashes can get... You have to be really careful about, like, off-leash play when one dog is leashed and another dog is not leashed. It can get them twisted up, usually in the legs. That actually can start a dog fight, so you have to be really, really super careful. Next. Um, Georgian, can a truly dominant dog ever be trusted around people other than the owner? The dog is eight and has never given me an issue. However, she will face punch people who are her friends. Well, it's got nothing to do with a dominant dog. You've got a dog that just is exhibiting bad behavior. So you can stop that with a correction. When you say friends, is that dog friends or human friends? So for human friends, that means the dog is jumping up. So that you can stop right off the bat if the humans are crouching down and they get face punched you can ask the humans not to crouch down but you also can correct the dog for face punching next Mm. kk every time my dog tries to do a structured walk every time my friend tries to do a structured walk her husband doesn't do any of the training will the dog still do the commands with her but she's the one that's doing the training Mm -hmm. okay but she's the one that does the walk yeah but the husband doesn't do any training so he's sabotaging it Okay, so so what I would do, yes, the dog will still listen to her, but the dog is is it's it's a, it is it it is a disservice. So I would suggest that she sit down with her husband and ask, say, you know, hey, honey, um, you know all those blowjobs you like? Well, they're stopping until you start training the dog. Next, man, you love pulling that out as ammunition. It's really powerful. Next, um. It's eight. So last one. Sarah Bug Art. Kenai seems to be e-collar remote smart. Yes. He's not doing anything about it, but he will stare it down. Could this become a problem? And if so, what should I change? So a lot of people get off the remote collar. They're not just the remote collar. A lot of people just stop training too early. They just, in general, they don't yeah. do enough reps. They don't do their hundreds of reps. They don't do consequence for not listening to the reps. Whether it's whatever training tool, whatever training modality you do, you don't do enough reps. And you don't get the dog to be compliant. And then you don't get the dog to have a consequence for non-compliance um, that has meaning to the dog. It's not just nagging. It actually has a meaning to it. So I think um, that's what happens when you've got, you know, um, uh, 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 cower smart dogs. Cower smart dogs. So, all right, guys. We are going to stop the show because it's 8 o'clock. And we have to do last call still. So let's blow through last call. Last, let's say Wednesday. So Monday, it only took us 17 to 18 minutes. Let's see if we can time it. No, I just noticed. I'm like, oh, that wasn't so bad. It was like not even 20 minutes because it wasn't even 20 after. So, all right. All right, guys. May I be in love with you? We'll see you Friday night, 8 p.m. for all my folks on Patreon. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. I'm sorry, did I say 8 p.m.? 7 p.m., 7 to 8 p.m. Friday night, Eastern Standard Time for all my folks on Patreon. You can sign up anytime you want. I will see you um, at 3 p.m. tomorrow in our Zoom. And that's face-to-face chatting, and it's a lot of fun. All right? Take care, everybody. Love you all.